Hi there, Canucks and friends, and welcome to the Canucks Capturious Chronicles. Today, we're joined by Riggs, Drivix, and Demsnow for an exciting brand new show <laughs> concerning the brand new game, and here we go. EVE Online. Last 23,000 years in the future, our group of Space Canucks are sorry in advance. I'm Ben, and I'm Dan. You're Hoosers from the Great Wide North, here to decode the miseries of wormholes, tame the unruly drones with a Timmy in our hands, and keep you, fellow Capsuleers, in the loop about all things EVE Online, from Canada to the edge of New Eden. So grab your double double, kick back, and let's dive into the Kanar Capsuleers Chronicles. So get ready, set, and a boot we go. Here we go. So yeah. hi there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for a moment I thought that uh, them was frozen in place or something. Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> okay, I'm great. Beautiful. Everything is fine. So, hi there, uh, Riggs. Hi there, uh, Dan, man. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the Canuck Catsverdeus Chronicles. So, hi there, Riggs. Long time no see. <laughs> hey, Ben, hey, Dan. Yeah, no, um, yeah, where have you guys been? I haven't seen you all so long. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, last, last time you, we uh, spoke, uh, like, in here, uh, it was concerning, uh, like, your... Um, uh, like your uh, store that uh, was uh, closing for two weeks after that reopening. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, over the summer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, now we're back with you because uh, you're like really involved in a big project that is like uh, really interesting. We've been seeing like uh, people uh, playing that game all around. Um, could you like maybe like give us like an overview of the uh, of the project and like how it started and everything yeah sure um yeah i'm very excited to uh to talk about it it's been uh, something that i've not been able to talk about for so long i had to go like a whole year uh without telling anybody much um i know last time that i was on the show we talked about the store and stuff and i you know i was like kind of beating around the bush about the project and um I believe that we talked before FanFest, yeah. And um, so after FanFest, obviously, we, we did a uh, presentation there with the board game, and we had, um, you know, two tables set up for people to play it. And uh, so, you know, everybody who came to FanFest had an opportunity to see it. And there you go. Yeah, some of the pictures. And those are two two people that I work with at Titan Forge, And then, of course, that's Anna and... Um, and burger there uh playing one of the games and um so it was uh those were early days even uh, for us i mean that was you know good six months after we got started on the project so the just so everybody knows that the project started for me back in uh, february of last year um i got con i was contacted by um a friend who's a friend of mine now i didn't i didn't know him at the time but jed from uh titan forge we worked together uh, every day on this project and um, he was looking for somebody in the uh, eve community who could help titan forge you know with some artwork and some designs and things they were really sure what they were looking for and so we started having a conversation and it just kind of turned into hey w w um i mean this is just it was like a dream project got dropped in my lap, you know, and I told him at the time, I said, if you, if I don't work on this and I go to FanFest and I see a board game that I haven't worked on, I'm going to be very, very upset about it. So, um, my, my background, I guess you guys don't know is, uh, primarily in advertising and marketing, uh, for my professional career. But I was very fortunate in the uh, 90s to work with uh, Fleer and Marvel Entertainment on um, uh, trading cards and X-Men cards and Fleer cards. And uh, we developed a, a card game back then for them called uh, Marvel Overpower, which turned into DC Overpower and some you know other things. But 
some, that was a very exciting time. And uh, I've been trying to get CCP interested in doing some, you know, card games and, and things like that over the years. So this game just kind of came out of nowhere. And um, it was something that I was super excited to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. So looking at this here, uh, okay, because I've been uh, listening to a bunch of YouTube videos and I don't right, know. Right, right. There are some things that are do, do not look the same. Well, first, I'm guessing that this is like the oversized version. That that's is the oversized. At. Yes, that's the oversized version. Yeah. Yeah, and like there are like those structure here. Will we get uh, the uh, those structure? Because I haven't seen them in the video. Um, I can't comment on that because uh, that may or may not be a stretch goal or something that's coming along in the campaign. Okay, let's do, so like this one we can talk about. It is pink. Now. Right. Yeah, there is a, a pink keep uh, keep star that was based on um, uh, the goon keep star down to delve and um, that is uh, was unlocked with a thousand shares of the Kickstarter. So that was one of the early uh, things. So that's coming in every pack that anybody orders. Uh, will have will contain a pink keep star. Awesome. awesome. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and those are still like uh, the uh, the photo that uh, you uh, g gave us uh, like uh, back in uh, last time we talked. Right, right, yeah, that's right. So it was after FanFest. Yeah, we we, we sure did. Yeah, something. Mm -hmm. like and yeah, now we got like more of those uh, that uh, you sent me. Cause let's say like. Uh, so that's Damn. you with uh, like uh, the the guy at Titan Forge. I do recognize him because mm -hmm. uh, on uh, one of the updates that I've got in my mail, he was carrying the box. Yep, yep. He's got the that's Roman. His name is Roman, um, and he's the creative director um, at Titan Forge. I guess they, they took him because it's little, so the box is like, <laughs> right. like bigger. Right. right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but that that. Um, Excuse me. Um, so here, here's the story behind that, which is kind of funny because we're standing in front of the uh, 200% version, and uh, we discussed this. So the they wanted to do something that would make a splash at FanFest, right? So that everybody could see the board game, and the the board game is, I mean, even on normal size, it's rel relatively large when you get it all set out and put out on a table, but it's still, you know, kind of small. So they decided. The, the best way to show it off would be to create a 200% version. So the board is 200% bigger. The ships are 200% bigger. And it was only ever intended to be a, um, a presentation piece. You know, hey, hey, we put it out on the front table at, at FanFest so that people could see it without having to go into the back tables and actually play the game. And Roman was, I asked him, I said, you know, um, when I saw it, it was the first time I'd met uh, the them in real life at FanFest and I saw the table and I was like mm, you know um, every single Eve player that comes up to this table is going to want to know if they can have it at 200% and he just laughed he said no this is just for presentation there's no way no way that we can make this it would cost too much money it's ridiculous no, it's never going to happen and after two days I went uh, as they were you know the FanFest was winding down I went up to him and I said so and he goes yeah, we're probably going to have to make a 200% version. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, players are willing to pay for I, I think he, he misjudged the interest of, of players and how how much they want, you know. Well, there's 100, and, I mean, in the base game, uh, there's, I think, 112 miniatures. That's a, 112 EVE spaceships and... and uh, yeah, I mean, we're just crazy about that kind of stuff, you know, and we love our spaceships and, um, you know, and people, uh, you know, I mean, I've heard it a million times. They, they want to get a hold of them and paint them and, you know, treat them like 40K uh, miniatures and, you know, have their own fleet fights and everything. And um, and I can't blame them. I mean, that's what I mean, even if even if I wasn't involved in this, I would I would support the Kickstarter honestly, just to get my hands on the miniatures and the, um, and well, and also the ship cards, cause they're awesome too. But, um, yeah. because it's just, just great to have, you know, that many miniatures around, you know I mean? Yeah. Like the, the ship cards, like we, we saw like a, a few here and there's in the YouTube video, but they're amazing. Like the, 
Yeah. The yeah, my, I had my Estero, you know, from uh, uh, wherever that was from, you know, and then I had... Put it on I the other period. side of the, the screen, please. Because, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we love our, we love our spaceships, you know. Oh, so that, was, oh. that one sits on my desk every day and looks at me. <laughs> I also have a Hyperion and a couple of others, but those were from that, uh, I think, that Chinese company. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. A few years back. But, um, yeah. yeah, a few years back, so... Yeah. Excuse me. So yeah, it's uh, I got started on this in uh, really in March. They contacted me in February, and then so we've been working on it ever since. But um, it's been it's been an, an incredible journey, and it's been pretty awesome. They're they're amazing people, and there's two Eve players that work uh, at Titan Forge, so they're um, they know what they're talking about when it comes to Eve. And then there's uh, one other guy who used to play. Uh, but no longer play. So there's a lot of Eve knowledge there. And, and one of the one of the things that I like to tell everyone who asked me about it is this isn't something that CCP went out and looked for. This was something that Titan Forge went to them for. And, and they've been after CCP to do this project for a couple of years. So it, it wasn't even a spur of the moment thing. They, they really had a passion for Eve in the company and they wanted to do this with CCP. And uh, it just took a couple of years to get their attention and, and get a chance to have a sit down with them and show them, you know, some of the other games and, and the models that they've made and, and, um, and everything just sort of got kicked off at the right time. I think it's the perfect time for this sort of thing. So we've been very fortunate. Awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, what's the uh, the current uh, state, uh, like, uh, of the the game, like, right now with the Kickstarter and, and everything? Like, where are we in, in its development? Right. So, you know, normally a game like this would take a few years to put together, you know, and um, and it has been, um, like I said, about a year, a little over a year since everybody got started on it. So, and we're looking at delivery. You know, sometime by the end of the of this year, uh, in December of 2024. So that's about a two year time span. So that's pretty normal um, for a company like Titan Forge. You know, they're not a huge, you know, um, multi billion dollar corporation or anything. They're just a small, you know, outfit in, in Poland, and um, they've done a couple of, of board games before, and they they do have a very robust uh, Patreon, and they do a lot of like miniature work and model work. And, you know, Kickstarter just makes a lot of sense because how do you judge the demand for something like this, right? So how, how you know, how you just go to a factory and make 5,000 of these units and then they just sit on shelves, you know? And we, and we know that from past history with CCP, you know, they had, we talked about this, I think, with, the, with my store. They've had bad experiences in the past with making things and then putting them in a warehouse and then not being able to sell them and then having, you know, a warehouse full of, you know, danger games and, and models and other things. So it's hard to judge the interest of the EVE community and Kickstarter is a great way to do that. So everybody who, everyone who pledges is saying, yeah, this is something that I would want. And that tells them you know how many units to make you know? and it also gives a, a boost on the financials and the economics and makes it make sense for them to put an investment in because i can i can tell you right now <clears throat> all those models that you saw at FanFest or you see in these videos those are from 10 prototypes that were built by hand at titan forge in-house so all the cardboard the printing the ships the models all those are are prototypes Those were handmade at Titan Forge. Those aren't cut off a factory or anything like that. So for real, when they go to do the miniatures, they're going to be PVC resin that's poured into metal dies. And those metal die trays are not, those are they're metal etched and everything from, uh, from that, but they're not cheap. You know, they're very expensive. It's a, it's quite an expensive process and it takes a lot of investment to make it happen. So, Again, that's another reason why you you'd want to know ahead of time before you commit to something like that. What is the demand? And that that holds true for the two hundred percent too. So that's also why you know it's like well, you know, we'll we'll make a two hundred percent. But even even uh, last week, you know, right before the Kickstarter, 
we really had no idea what the demand for something like that would be. And then it's only only through going through the Kickstarter and talking to people. And I've been I've been very active in the comment section, and so is uh, everybody at Titanforge because we want to hear from people who are pledging. You know what what is it that you want? What do you like about it? What do you don't like? And I can assure you that every single one of those comments we're we're listening to and paying attention to because we do. You know, this is for the fans. This is for the Eve community. It's not. Uh, it's not a. There's not a big board of directors that's deciding. You know, this is the way it should go. Um, Titan Forge, you know, wants to do a product that the Eve community is going to love and and want to play and and have for years. And so we're you know we're listening to the feedback and comments that we're getting. And then making changes and updating things. So, excuse awesome. me, I'm getting a dry throat there, but um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. You may drink now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that that's actually like really awesome to to hear. But uh, could you uh, talk to us a little bit uh, more about like uh, the the cards, the package, the packaging, and like uh, the design and all that kind of stuff? Because here, like, yeah, so, like it's, right. it's awesome. So, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so, like I said, I, I've had some experience putting card games together and then getting uh, nasty cease and desist letters from CCP. But, uh, so I had some ideas of where I wanted to go. And, and the way the, the, when we started, all we really had was, hey, we want to do an EVE board game. And, there, and some general concept about how that might look and how that might work. But at the beginning, we didn't have we didn't have stats, we didn't have um, any any rules or anything. So uh, early on, we made the decision to focus on designing the ship cards for the ships because we knew the miniatures would be very important to the game, and that each of the miniatures would have a, a card with stats on it and things like that. So my first job was to, and those are those are some of the early designs that I did. Uh, my first goal was to try to design a ship card that would showcase the ships and then leave room for the stats. But you can you can see even in the Caracal, that's an early design concept that I did. There's no room for any copy because <laughs> we had we had no idea how much copy there, there would be or or how many stats there would be. So am we I just left it. Question. Yeah, am I mistaken or that Caracal uh, looks like a, a Cerberus? It is actually a Cerberus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you have to, you have, no, no, it's okay because you have to remember, and if and, the, and that that card there because we didn't have any copy, so I just called that uh, the, that thing in space. And if you read the copy, it's all just yeah. uh, <laughs> bull. It's just all bull, bull, you know, BS that I made up. You know, so Oops. when you're when you're working so much on something, one of the things you know, it entertains me. Um, to make up stuff and also to make mistakes like putting a putting the Caracol name on a Cerberus card. Mm -hmm. I just find it funny. And <laughs> and I did a lot of that, you know, during, during the development. It would drive Jed crazy sometimes, but um, I just find it humorous. It just amuses me and keeps me entertained. Yeah, I'll, ha I'll have to be careful of like what I'm uh, showcasing because it might not be the wrong, the, the good thing. With the it could be, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like uh, on this one here, those are all like concept of the game. Uh, I'm guessing like for covers and stuff. For the for the big box, yeah, for the box that would hold all of the game inside of it. That that was the second thing that we really started working on, or I started designing. Was what does the game even look like? We we had we we had gone through a process of trying to find out what the ship cards look like. But then what, what does the game look like? You know, what's the box look like? How does it sit on a shelf? You know, we, we wanted it to be something that would be distinct, that would sit on the shelf, you know, and, and have a presence. But then what, what is that, you know? And then, and also partly too, because we didn't know what the game was even then, we were just starting to learn a little bit more about it and, and how it was going to work. So I just started throwing concepts together, uh, 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 somebody over in uh, at Titan Forge, I think it was um, the creative director of Roman or somebody had an idea of ships coming out of a gate, you know, like a whole fleet of ships. So you can see in the early part, mm. there's ships coming out of gates and uh, there's a lot of that. And then people standing in front of ships and then you know, maybe it's about the characters or, or maybe we just get rid of the ships at all. And it's just a graphic front. And then, so, you know, in order to 
kind of decide you have to see it right so um so i just did i kept designing and designing and designing until um we came up with the final one that we all started really liking which was turning that around so that it was um somebody standing in the like sort of like in a control room looking out at a fleet that was going off to do you know war war for you know war in new eden really yeah really look like and you also sent me this one yeah so that i thought that would be interesting for people to see because that's kind of a, a work in progress on the final and what does the interior of a ship hangar look like you know with a dude standing in front of a control desk so i think i did three or four different versions of that as well so that, that's kind of i hand drew i would draw the inside of it um in the illustrator and then import it into photoshop and then use that to paint uh the interiors so it's just a, a piece of art that you wouldn't normally see nice kind of kind of cool to see that and i uh, shared that on twitter the other day too and it's uh I, I don't like it. I kept it because I think it's pretty cool to see, you know, sort of the wireframe for that. It's not 3D. It's all that's all hand done. It's like really nice. I'll, like, oh, this I'm one... just gonna put the link of your Discord because uh, not Discord um, or your Twitter because like mm -hmm. you have really interesting content. So I oh, thank you. Thanks, Dave. I got I got a lot more to share too. I've just uh, been anxious to share it with everybody, but I've been you know playing by the rules under the you know ndas and stuff but yeah, we yeah it's that. pretty neat yeah thanks well just... so so just to just to reiterate the that image is the final image that i created and then um what we decided was um they they have a, a illustrator and they have a couple of illustrators in house and one of the one of them took a shot at doing it as well and so what we ended up doing in, for the final box is that it's kind of a combination of my work and their work together so that's kind of a neat thing i think is um the final box art is uh a little bit of me and a little bit of uh of them as well and that's kind of neat yeah like a real collaboration where like you work mm -hmm. a team that's nice yeah it is yeah you also uh send me like i'm looking at this one here so i like okay I've got like the like uh, the vagabond that might not be a vagabond. Then I got the Griffin's <laughs> Navy. No, that, that really is a. It is. <laughs> so uh, if anybody's been to my store at ricksjavix.com, they they might recognize the Griffin Navy from a poster that I did. So that was pre-existing art that I used early on. This is still a concept. Uh, one of the cards that I did very very early on in the process. And the Vagabond, which is actually, that is a final card that's in the game with all the graphics and, uh, and, and text and everything taken off of it. So it's just 100% of the art. Um, and then you, you can also see that each of the spaceship cards, <clears throat> excuse me, has a, an illustration of the spaceship coming out of the fitting window. But it also has an over uh, top view schematic of the ship as well. And each each one, it's like a little blueprint of the ship, yeah. And uh, so that's a piece of art as well. And we we thought that that might help non-players identify the miniatures because you mostly see the miniatures from the top view. Because as you as you all know, a lot of these ships have very odd shapes, <laughs> and you can't always tell like from the 3D of them coming at you uh, what their real shape is. So we thought that that would be a neat little thing to have on each of the cards. Yeah, indeed. Like, that's actually like really smart because I do remember back when I started the game that like all cavalry ship looked the same. <laughs> right. Very it looks like a potato. Well, it's Galante. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the funny part is for uh, you know you do it you do that for one and it looks great it looks great on the vagabond, but then there's a whole bunch of ships that doesn't look necessarily all that good. But you kind of have to stick with it, you know. That that was another debate too. Should like the Ishtar and the uh, and the Sin, you know, they're kind of just round blobs. Mm. Should they be from the side instead? And then we just decided that we were going to be consistent across all of them and just keep doing it the same way, no matter what. Yeah, because at least like they got like two uh, two view sets of the ship, so mm -hmm. yeah, helps. yeah. Should you should get it? You know, I think even non-players would understand. Which 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 miniature on the board is the vagabond? 
I'm sure we'll get comments about that. Well, actually, I'll have some because I'm ordering the game too. Right. And yeah, like I've got like a, a bunch of uh, non-Eve player that I want to play this game with, and I want to see like what they're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you also sent me those here. So... Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of things that you don't you know talk about. You know, it's not unusual if I talk about doing spaceship art. I mean, people have known for years, you know, that I do that, and but you know, a lot more goes into the game than just. Um, you know, designing the cards and also doing the spaceship art. There's a lot of design work that goes into it. And this is my works. This is kind of the file that I keep in Adobe Illustrator where I, where I design an icon or a piece of graphic or something like that. I just throw it into that file. So everything's in one spot. And um, so those are, that's all the icons and, uh, background graphics and pieces of art to go on tokens and the, the uh, asteroid mining stuff and the, you know just everything that went into you know little icons for the size of the ships and you know just structures and everything just hundreds and hundreds of them that's actually it, pretty neat it's kind of cool seeing it all together I think you know, it's kind of like a mess but and I'm guessing that there's stuff like, and like into that uh, that uh, uh, like are like kind of semi secrets. No, not, that not really. No, no, I don't think so. I hope so. I hope not. Sorry, to keep it so secret that he's not gonna say that secret. Right. Yeah. Right. That that's a clever idea. And anyway, we're sorry in advance, so <laughs> we're covered. Yeah, okay. you can. You can see a lot. You can see in the middle there towards, you can see a green blob. That's sort of the start of um, one of the illustrations. Or I did four illustrations of uh, Eve Minerals and Megasite and Tritanium and um, the other two. I can't, Mexilon and Morphite. And the thing is about those, that those drove me crazy because there's no real good reference uh, anywhere really of what the heck those things really look like. The, the icons are very, very tiny. There's 72 DPI by, I mean, 72 pixels by 72 pixels in the game. And what does, what does Eve minerals really look like? You know? And um, so that, that one, those four <laughs> took me a, a, a good while to get right and get them to where I thought. And I, and it was funny today on the stream, um, there were a couple of people who were like, wow, it's really good to see that they got the minerals right in, uh, in the Eve. I was really happy to hear that because, <laughs> nice. yeah, the color, the color and the, you know, the texture and all that was driving me nuts. I just wanted, I didn't want to make a mistake. You know, I, well, I have a lot of, I have a lot of respect for it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's another thing too, is you're working on all this stuff, you know, you want to do it right and you want to make sure it's Eve. And that it, it, it translates properly and, it, and, you know, the passion's coming through it. But also, you know, it's not just about, you know, my perspective on the game as a pirate or as a PvPer, but it's also the perspective of my friends, right, who are explorers and Nullsec people and wormhole people and people who fly stealth bombers and people who fly procurers and people who, you know, just on and on and on. And, you know, I tried really hard to represent as many of those uh, different aspects of the game as, as humanly possible, even just from an art perspective. But, you know, I think that uh, Titanforge did a good job of working a lot of that into the actual mechanics of the game as well. So, yeah, kind of, kind of proud of that. I hope you yeah, know, it works well, out. Like, it does really look great. Like, actually, I can't wait to have one in my hands and like really take the time to look at every single piece. It's going to be great. Yeah, there's all there's all the uh, the blueprints that yeah, you know, were done for them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy to see that there's only like uh, one uh, big uh, turkey ship. <laughs> the Gila. Oh, wasn't it uh, like uh, I don't know, like the friend of the uh, Onyx or like uh, the uh, like like there's so many of them. Uh, like we should probably have a little contest, see if you could name them all. Oh, oh can, well, can you name them all? <laughs> okay, well, we got we've got the Moa in T one, 
Uh, we got uh, the on the Onyx in uh, T2, but there's like another one uh, with uh, guns. Uh, the Eagle. The Eagle, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Then yeah, like uh, the uh, like uh, the the pirate uh, Gila. Yeah. So four of them. Yeah, so if you're eagle-eyed viewers, might notice yeah. that um, there are a couple of pirate ships in there, and that's from the the Havoc expansion, which is the pirate expansion. There's the Kizriel and the Mechaball and the Mamba. Those are the three up in the corner. Yeah. Oh, and then also the Mercurial. I forgot that I put the Mercurial in there, so there's the Mercurial as well. Yeah, the Mercurial is there. The Ferox. Which one is this one? That's the Mamba. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I yeah, we, we don't know it. Yeah, it's the new pirate uh, destroyer. Yeah. That's based on the Corax. Okay, okay, which is not the ship I fly much. Okay, and that's, uh, that's no the one Bomber, flies. right? The... Uh, that's, the, uh, that's the Mecha Ball from, from the top, which looks very, very strange. But uh, from, the, from the front, it looks like a giant Tristan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I do remember a that. little, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Th those sell really well. They're awesome. <laughs> They're really cool ships, but they look weird from the top. See, that's another one. It's like, what the heck is that? Yeah, that's a mandala. Mm -hmm. You just have to color it. You're gonna feel better. Yeah. <laughs> you just, have, you just have to, you just have to feel it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Oh wait a minute. One of those are a scorpion, and the other one is a rattlesnake, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guess the big one yeah. is the rattlesnake. Um, you know, I have to look. I think that's the scorpion actually, and I oh, think really? the other one is the rattlesnake. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Very... Like, there's the Gristo symbol there. Yeah, <laughs> it's very hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, the, the cool part is that the um, the not only do we use these on the spaceship um, uh, cards, but the I created a pattern. Mm -hmm. almost like a wallpaper pattern with these schematics and in the inside of the box the linen inside is this in uh, blue royal blue on the inside of the big box so when you take all the stuff out of the box to put it on a table to play it the inside of the big box is this oh not this pattern but a pattern like this with all the spaceships uh printed all through the box which is kind of a cool nice nice and here we got the uh, well the the fi the final box is like is it the final box like yeah, we got like that, the that little... is a, yeah that's the final box yeah okay nice nice because I, I like I, I was starting to wonder like if there was gonna be like another one but like there's been mm. uh, like the linen version of the box that we'll be getting for those that are into the Kickstarter yes yep nice nice nice. Well, we've been talking about uh, Kickstarter a lot, so let's have a look there. Actually, do, 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 do. so and going up. So it's in Canadian dollars, so that's why. <laughs> I like Canadian dollars; it makes it look much bigger than it. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> you guys were talking about that last night, and I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, well, we were looking at that, and I was like, "Man, they, they cannot even follow their like their own uh, thing." Cause like we're like above like uh, half a million, and like uh, when we were looking at the uh, the add-on, they're not even there. I'm like, "Well, they're slagging behind." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. It's good. I mean, you know, it's doing it's doing really well. So I'm yes. very happy about that. So, like the initial objective. Uh, like I don't know what, like what it was in uh, euro, but like yeah, it, it, it has been achieved under twenty four hours, right? Yeah, it was like a couple of hours actually that uh, we passed that, and that, that's a that's a little bit of a Kickstarter trick that companies do. They, they set the initial goal as a, a little bit small, so that you can get past it fast, and then you can tell everybody that you you know exceeded the initial goal in under two hours or whatever. So it's just kind of a little bit of a promotional. Um, tactic yeah i just sent them the oh, okay. uh the, the right number not like the canadian in, uh, well one. the right number the euro number because canadians is the <laughs> the right numbers here oh sorry <laughs> well, it's all real money yeah indeed yeah indeed. yeah so um for those that never uh like used uh like kick kickstarter 
Um, what are like the big advantage that people will get if they uh, go through the Kickstarter instead of waiting a year and getting it from a yeah, shelf? It's, a, it's actually quite significant to be early on a game like this because not only are you going to be paying a reduced price that you would in a retail, because, think about it this way. If, if we produce a, a bunch of games and they want to sell it in a store, What's the first thing the store is going to do? They're going to mark up the price so that they can make a profit too. So they bought it from us for X number of dollars, and then they're going to mark it up 25 to 30% in order to sell it to you. So you're going to be paying that markup. We're not, we're not putting a markup on it. Now we're, we're I mean, other than, you know, whatever it is. <clears throat> so right there, you're saving money over what you would buy in the retail. But then on the other side of it is that the Kickstarter has a lot of, um, stretch goals things that you can unlock like the pink tips keep star um if we if you scroll down you'll see a bunch of them there's uh, uh, special trays and special you know um additional uh things that you can get we'll come back to them but uh, right. yeah like, yeah uh, yeah the stretch goals those are the, those are the add-ons we're still in the, that's the, the collector oh there you go yeah. so uh, component models and linen finish and then uh three system tiles and then running a uh, a contest in the community um for people to suggest new event cards you yeah. had like like Kriba uh, wrote and said you know we should do one about the veld the veld knot you know the the dreadnought that he has that mines in amar and uh catch say you know wrote and said we should do one about me breaking the you know going to visit every system and so we're you know we're taking it um uh suggestions from the community about event cards that we'll create and i'll do art for and then there'll be real cards that we'll put into the game mm -hmm. and, and so you know yeah so things like that and then thicker card stock you know so that the cards look better and they last longer just you know and you're not going to get all of that when you uh if you bought it at a retail store yeah And now uh, you said that we just reached uh, 400. Is that what I heard? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just unlocked that today. So tomorrow they'll they'll put a green thing on that one. So we've already we have control flag models. So the next thing is um, the inlay boxes where um, each of the miniatures will fit into a you know a things that keep them from sliding around. That's so that's kind of a awesome. neat one. Yay! And like we got that, and then after that's going to be the minerals model. Yep, yep, and then we have a whole bunch of other stuff that's planned too. So yeah. keep the train rolling. Yep, that's really, really, really neat. And we're not even like a like a, a week and like uh, this uh, uh, this Kickstarter. So it's it's just amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. So like, if we go through like everything that uh, we got in oh, there's a pink keep star. Pink Yes, it's <laughs> not like. Our usual stretching goal because it's not with money, it's with sharing. Yeah. Yeah, it does actually have a secret use, though. Would you like to know what the secret use is? Yes. So the, the it's, this is, again, 100% maybe not true, but this is what I have heard, that the Pink Keepstar has a, um, a kind of a suction cup base that you can use it to turn the tiles over. So instead of picking the tiles... So when you start the game, all the tiles are on their backside, so they're blank. They just have a move symbol on them. And as you explore, you flip the tiles over. And the, keeps, the pink keep star can be used to help you flip the tiles over. Oh, that's why the nice. base is like that. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. So secret like use it. for the pink keep star. That's great. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because like, uh, like after a certain time, like uh, getting the edge would actually like You might damage the edge, yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, I like it. Nice. Yeah, and they're they're looking into some other solutions for that too. Maybe even a little divot, you know, where you can put your finger. Um, but I haven't. They haven't decided on any of that yet. Yeah, and like we we spoke about that uh, last time, uh, like extension, and now like with the Kickstarter, we saw like three right. extension. What can you tell us about those? Now, those are <clears throat> those are called expansions, and there are two expansions. There's the uh, Havoc expansion, which adds a whole other player to the game. So the the game is a two to four player game, and each player represents one of the uh, empires of Eve. 
So you've got the Galenti, the Amara, the Minotaur, and the uh, Kaldari. Havoc introduces Deathless as a pirate uh, player. So that could be five players. And uh, he has his own ships and his own cards and his own way to play the game. So he has a separate rule book that comes with the Havoc. So he's not playing the game the same way the other four players are playing the game. He's there to corrupt and do um, and do corruption and take over systems and play the game in his own with his own set of rules, mm-hmm. uh, which I just think is awesome. I, I laugh every time I say it because it's just funny. I think it's awesome. Yeah, what a great idea! He has his own ships, his power and pirate fleet, and his own way of playing the game. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then the other the other expansion is Titans. So uh, each empire can build a Titan. And the really cool part is, and I don't know that this has been communicated very well up till now, but um, each of the Titans comes in pieces. Mm-hmm. So you build, uh, each of the Titans is in four pieces. So you build uh, one piece, and then you have to build another. And, you, and the Titans are assembled, so you can put them together and uh, watch them being constructed on the other players' uh, a section of you know the map. And... Um, and I think that's pretty awesome that they, you know, you can watch them go together and, you know, live in dread that, you know, the avatar for the Amara player is almost completed. So that's kind of a neat, neat uh, thing that I don't know that a lot of people know, but um, that's pretty awesome too. Yeah, well, uh, like I, I know it's, it's written like a downside that you uh, you need to put like the pieces together, but I was thinking that it's just like to put them from the box onto the game, but in the game you need to build... All like each separate sections. Yeah, otherwise we'd just build titans, you know, with just one piece, and then you'd stick it on a stand, and and there would be your titan. But I, I think it's awesome that you have to construct them. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So a little bit, a little bit of shipbuilding. So for people who like to build ships, you know, um, and then of course, um, Deathless needs his titan too. So there's an Azerial uh, box that contains a an, the Azerial, the Deathless titan as well. So. Nice. And and then let me explain something too. We could talk about the two hundred percent version, yeah. And people wanting to paint their ships. There's an alternative to that as well, and that's the collector's boxes. So you know, in the core game, um, there's 112 ships, and you can see how many ships you get with each empire. In the collector's boxes, you get one of each ship at two hundred percent size but only of that empire. So you, you know, if you're a Kaldari fan or a Galenti fan, or, or if you want all four of them, but there's only eight ships in each of those boxes and they're, they're at 200%. So those are specifically made for people who want to paint a fleet, but don't want to mess up the ships that are in the game. At one point we were even talking about having, um, having paint in the box with the miniatures. That just didn't work out, but, We were thinking about, um, you know, having little jars of paint and paintbrushes and stuff, making it like a little craft box. But as you can imagine, it's probably better just to let people paint their ships yeah. the colors they want instead of telling yeah. them what to do. Yeah, like it's I know. Take a lot of time. Like. Yeah, I right, know. Like right. Warhammer, uh, like enthusiasm, will have their own stuff. Oh yeah, they're very, very serious about their miniature painting. Oh yeah, like. Uh, yeah. And, and doing fantastic work. I mean, some of the things you see are just amazing. I don't know how they do it. Okay. Construction But yeah, tile. if you look at the construction tile of the Titan, you can see that there's four sections and four uh, black pieces there that go together to make that avatar. Yeah, but like, uh, like are those like uh, uh, take uh, like the place of existing system on the on the, the board, or are like are they like uh, underneath? They're they're add-ons, yeah. They get added on. Okay. If you if you scroll down just a little bit, you'll see where the player card. There's a section there. Go up a little bit. Up. Okay. Right there. Go down a little bit. Keep going under the uh, right there. Okay. So see how that adds on to the player okay. board, okay, and yes. then um, yeah, the Titan card, the Titan, the hexagons will add on to the actual play mat. Okay. Just like that. To the yeah. play mat. Yep. It'll um, it'll just it'll just be on the empire side, you know, where your um, empire card uh, section is. Oh, okay. So like it's gonna be like somewhere here. Right there. Yeah. Right in the corner. In the four corners. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like that. Okay, okay. Looks 
Okay. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's an actual. Nobody's ever asked me that one before. It's pretty... yeah. Well, like I'm like okay. Well, like I lose. Where does this stuff go? Yeah. Because <laughs> like three systems seems like a lot when like you need to get resources and everything. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So we got those. They are like Titan Tech card because we're like I'm. We're guessing that we don't only get like a. a like a ray of death from those titans. We got like some utilities mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Right, and you got some new uh, things you can do with those ships that are unique to them. Yeah, so doing gate to gate or going uh, like to flex at uh, an asteroid belt. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what they are. I don't think anybody knows what they are right now. <laughs> I think we're we're in the process of making that up. I think is what it is. There's a rule books and. Places. For the Titans. Yeah, but the all the pages are blank right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like there's headlines. Like point form. Uh, I don't know. It's that bad. I, I you know, they probably have a good idea of what they're doing, but I don't know that it's been part of the challenge with, you know, Titans and with the Havoc is balance. Right. Making sure that all this balances out that each player has an equal opportunity to do something, right? Yeah. So that's that's the challenge, and that's what takes the time is play testing it over and over and over again, and taking notes and making modifications and being sure that everything's working the way it's intended. Yeah. And then and then with the Titans, you also get uh, double sides uh, art cards of Rex Javik's art of, of each of the Titans. So that's kind of a neat thing. Really? Huh? Oh, that's. You get nice. four four Titan art cards. Great. Oh, okay, yeah, those ones. Oh, yeah. See, like, I haven't even saw see, like, uh, seen that. That is uh, like how big those are. Uh, it's twice as big as a regular sized poker card, so. Huh. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not bad. There's four of those. I've only done one of them. That's the one you see there. The other three are, <laughs> are blank right now, so I'm still working on that. Yeah, but like with the design, we see like the, you, they put the right colors, so. Mm -hmm. you know, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Then we got the IVAC expansion that you explained uh, with its own set of rules. And yeah, like, not so concerning IVAC, but one of the things that I really liked uh, listening to the videos is that you can really play the game and get the strategy that you want and win the way you want. That's mm -hmm. something that I really like and it's really EVE-like. Well, you know, and the other thing, I, I try to communicate a little bit. I, maybe I'll write an article about this tomorrow on my blog is... You know, one of the great things about sitting down, I'm going to have you guys play a lot of board games, but um, one of the great things about sitting down with your friends is that, you know, you have a rule book, and if you all understand how the game works, you can also come to a conclusion amongst yourselves about how you want to play it. And and one of the things I said today on Twitch was people were saying, well, how long is this? Because CCP took four hours to play it. And from everything that we've heard from playtesters and everything, it's usually about two to three hours for four people depending on how much you know the game. If you're, if you're just learning it, then every time you, you go to do something, you have to read the rule book, and you know how that goes. The first time through can be really kind of painful. But one of the ways, that, you know, the, 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 the rules say that 10 victory points is, a, is victory. That's how many you have to have to win. But, you know, if you don't have a lot of time, you know, you could all agree to just make that five, or you could all agree to make it eight, or, or you know, if you had a lot of, if you had a long day and you want to have some drinks and have a party and have some food brought in, and you could agree to make it twenty, you know, and, and play twice as long. If you know, and just, I mean, if you're all friends, you're playing a board game, you can play it. You can make up rules if you want. You know, that, that's one of the things I'm most excited about is, you know, um, we are putting 112 spaceship models with a really good combat system in the hands of the EVE community. So when everybody gets this game, they're going to sit down and play it and everything, of course. And But then I want, I'm want i curious to see the creativity that comes out of that because there, suddenly we're going to have a lot of spaceship models with a combat system. I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see at player meets like Alliance tournaments in real life. Mm -hmm. You know, put a put put ten ships together and let's fight each other and then see who wins and then we'll go on a round robin and and who would be the alliance tournament winner of that? You know? 
I think there's a lot that the Eve community could come up with on their own. Just you know, just make up your own rules or or use the combat system that comes with the game and and have some fun with it. Yes, indeed. Because like there, there's like a, a nice like a combat system. Uh, yeah, it's re it's really cool actually. Yeah, how it works. Could you explain it a little bit? I'm trying to find like a, a place where we can see it. Um, if you keep scrolling past uh, down past air, all the that stuff. There's animations actually that kind of. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm still here. I just want to sit. I'm just a bit tired. Oh, it's okay. I think there's some. Uh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. So. So how it works is each there's two sets of die. Uh, there's a white white dice and black dice, and so each ship. Uh, has a section on the card that shows how many of those it can use. Then it has abilities, and, and uh, then there's cards that can modify that. There's event cards and strategy cards that can uh, modify or change how you approach combat. So those are the factors that can create variation in each of the... So it's not just, you know, the same thing every time. So you can, you know, pick a strategy or pick an event card or, or other things that can change how combat works. And then um, each of the dice has uh, lock symbols and explosion symbols and uh, different symbols on it. So when you roll it, you have to be able to get lock on your opponent. And then you also have to be able to deliver damage. So the small ships like the interceptors and the destroyers, they, are, they can lock better, but they do less damage, obviously. And they don't have as many hit points. And, you know, as you go up, the bigger ships take are harder to lock so battleships don't lock small ships very easily but if they do manage to get a lock on you you're probably going to die because they do a lot of damage but then again there's variations to that and strategies on how you might be able to deflect that damage so and stay alive a little longer so it's all you know just a strategy about what types of fleet you know, and then when you're in combat um, you can give each of the three ship classes different orbits so there's the main orbit and then uh, supporting ships. So like right there, you see that they're putting one ship forward and then two ships behind each one, or there are three on that one. Those are, those three are in support role. So supporting ships could give bonuses and then also, you know, stand uh, ready to take over if the main ship dies. Nice. So it, it has a lot of, it has a lot of variation and a lot of potential. And then, of course, it all comes down to die rolls, which, you know, adds its own randomness to the whole process. So, pretty cool. Yeah. Extremely well thought out, and I think they did a great job. Yeah, I can't wait to play that thing, sir. Seriously, like, it's going to be awesome. I think so, too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. So, uh, people can just go on, uh, like, the Kickstarter and register there. That's as simple as that, right? Like yep, yep. Just put your um, information in, just like you would on any website you were buying something for. And then, also, I will say, too, that a lot of people are, what they're doing is there's a, um, a level at which you could just put a dollar in so and then wait um, and see, you know, as the campaign develops, you know, if new things come out or uh, a lot of people are doing that for the 200% because they're not, we're not sure yet exactly if the expansions are going to be available in 200% or not. So a lot of people are waiting to see that news. You know, I know the, the guys at Titan Forge were meeting with a supplier today to find out some more information about that. Um, so hopefully that information you know, will uh, come out later this week or early next week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the, it's the capital uh, option. It's quite yeah. impressive. <laughs> yeah, that 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 box is three feet by three feet. That's how big it is. Oh yes, I got it right That's yesterday. Huge. There. Yeah. <laughs> an, yeah. Uh, God bless people. I, I I don't know that I have room in my house for that, but yeah. Oh, that's actually really really great. Um. Okay, let's have a look if uh, we did not miss too much. Um, so yeah, Dem, you, add, you added one of your questions. Yeah. I, I was um, 
I was asking myself, do you think you're gonna reach every unlock? Because you said you're gonna have you have more unlock than that. So do you think you're gonna reach them all? I I hope so. I think you know. Uh, this is I've helped people get to Kickstarters before. Like I I did work on Andrew's book. I helped with the maps and I I drew some uh, artwork and stuff for Andrew's book. Uh, I wasn't involved in the Kickstarter for that, but um, you know obviously I supported it. And I've, I've done that for some friends, you know, on other projects and stuff. But this is the first time that I've actually been involved, you know. And um, so I'm learning a lot about how Kickstarter works and how, you know, the process works and things. But one of the things that I've heard is, um, you know, kind of the, the rule of thirds. So apparently you're, you, you basically raise a third of your funds on the first, in the first 48 hours and then a third at the last 48 hours because people start to panic and they want to make sure they get in and then a third the rest of the time you know and um so if that follows true through i think that um you know that's very impressive and that, that would be pretty awesome and i think that yeah we would be able to um to pretty much fulfill everything that we have on our plate nice. and then and then you know new ideas keep coming up and and i think that um you know we have a lot of ideas that were you know, that we talked about doing, but that weren't, um, that were a little bit too big to be stretch goals and that might be separate things for later. But I think that, you know, you're, we've talked amongst ourselves about some potential ideas for, you know, other games or other things that might also be set in the EVE universe uh, that we might do later on down the road. Like a wormhole expansion? Yeah, the wormhole expansion is under the table. Um, so when you put the game together and you put it on top of the table, under the table, you know, you can't see it, but it's there. It's the wormholes. The wormhole space is there. I'm just kidding. And also probably Potchfin's there too. Probably behind you. It's probably yeah. behind you. Yeah. It might be behind you right now. Yeah, right. No, but yes, maybe a, maybe a wormhole expansion or a, a Potchfin Triglavian thing or something. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Eh? I'm not going to give away everything, you know. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, that's okay. It's just all blue sky. It's all blue sky right now. But you know, <laughs> there's a lot of ideas out there. Yeah, that that's actually really nice. Like really. Um, also, I've got uh, like uh, some other things uh, that are not necessarily related to the game, but uh, I found this website. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, I I'm officially licensed uh, by CCP to create um, Eve inspired artwork and sell it on my website at ricksjavix.com. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of that recently because uh, obviously I've been very very busy with another project, uh, but I do have a lot of uh, things in the background that I've been working on, and uh, you can uh, you know, posters printed on paper or aluminum. Uh, with frames or without frames, and um, I have a bunch of them on, you know, on the walls behind me in my office and in my home. Excuse me. We sell. I sell them all over the world. Um, uh, the posters are created on demand, so um, in 32 different locations around the world to save on shipping and handling. So wherever you order them from is uh, the closest place to you will be the one producing them and then shipping them to you so you also save on tax and vat and other uh issues so you get to pick your own you know level of shipping and everything but uh you save a lot of money that way and um so i'm just going to keep doing that until uh, ccp tells me to stop um so i'm kind of proud of that one i you know tried for a long time to get that license from ccp and then uh you know pretty cool yeah yeah. Yeah, and like uh, we're gonna one of those like on the metal option. Uh, oh, it's so it's so cool! I can't tell you how cool it is to know that um, you know I get uh, pictures from people who get them in the mail and get them up on their walls and in their game rooms, and then they'll take pictures and send them to me, and it's just really awesome to know that there's um, you know people all over the world with um, your artwork up on the wall, you know, and they look at it every day. It's very humbling and, and a strange experience, but it's kind of neat. Yeah, like it's really, it's it's really cool. Like for for us, it's like the first thing that you see when you enter the house. So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And I mean that that was you know again one of the ways that Titan Forge found me was through that website because they started 
Googling, you know, Eve art and, um, and came across that website in uh, my Flickr, um, uh, portfolio and said, who's this Rick Javik's guy and how do we get in touch with him? <laughs> so look me up on discord. Yeah. Then we got this and, thing. Oh, sorry. If you want to. No, no, go ahead. No, it's just awesome. How, you know, totally random occurrences and coincidences can lead to some pretty amazing things that happen in your life. Yes. Oh yeah, indeed. Indeed. Need to be open to all those opportunities. Anything could yeah, happen. So Evil Gunda, what's that? That's my uh, blog. I've been writing for <laughs> for 14 years. I yeah. uh, started writing that in January of 2010. It was just a, uh, you know, uh, blogs were kind of popular back then. <laughs> Probably don't. They're not super popular now, but. Um, Excuse me. They were kind of popular, and I had been reading uh, a few other crazy Canucks, who's a, uh, also a Canadian and a good friend of mine, Dave Perry. Um, he he was writing a blog. He was the uh, uh, kind of the coordinator of the blog community, and um, he published a list of all the bloggers that were writing about Eve. You know, and um, so I've been reading his blog for about six months uh, after I started playing. And um, I was already writing blogs for clients, and uh, my company at the time had a had its own blog. So I thought, you know, why not start one and just kind of chronicle my adventures in Eve? And it's kind of just exploded over the years to be um, a lot more than that. But um, I just still keep it going, you know, keep writing, and I'm not going to stop. So as long as I'm playing Eve, I'm going to be writing in the blog. So might as well just keep it going. And it helps me now to remember things. It's like uh, when somebody in corporation asks, you know, what was that war about in 2012? I just look it up on the on the blog and it's like, oh yeah, that's what it was about. So it's yeah. kind of cool to have it that way too. And it's in your, in your own words, so it's easier for you to remember it. That's yeah. actually really yeah. nice. And honestly, I think, you know, at some point I'll probably, you know, turn it into a book. Fingers crossed if I have the time, but I would like to do that. Uh, just turn it into a book, you know, my adventures in Eve or something, you know, whatever, but we'll see. Like, uh, the, the pirate in the space. Mm -hmm. How I became a space pirate. Wow. Yeah. Do you have... Like... That would be nice, really. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I only got, like, yeah, this uh, avatar thing is my, in my head now. <laughs> um, yeah, and, well... This year, will we see the uh, Titan free for all? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. Every year, uh, every year, Stay Frosty and a band apart get together and we produce about 20,000. Yeah. Yeah, he said 20, yes to Titan free for all. Titan free for all. And he's producing like 10,000 of them. <laughs> yeah, 10,000 avatars. <laughs> Talk about tie dye, it'd be like you know, point zero zero two percent tie dye <laughs> all day. It would just be warping to the sun, that would be it. Yeah, who's there? whoever gets there first wins. Yeah, <laughs> no, frigate, frigate free for all. You tricked me. Um, frigate free for all. Yeah, it's our it's our big annual event. We're going, we usually have it in March, we're gonna have it in April this year, I think. And uh, we haven't set a date yet, but um, probably next week. I'll be setting a date. I have to hear back from our production people on a schedule and a timeline because they're building 20,000 frigates, uh, which will be fully fitted. And then we just hand those out and everybody undocks and has a good time and people come and try to destroy us and ruin our fun and, uh, you know, do hot drops and gate camps and other things, which is all part of it. So, you know, it's just a, it's a great day. And, um, you know, the last few years, we every year we tend to break the record from the previous year, and um, people just have a blast. And you know, for a lot of E players, it's the first time they ever get to uh, experience PvP. You know, because they're scared to do it, and um, just to get a free ship, undock, and go, you know, figure it out. And um, you know, a lot of people have come to me over the years and said that that was the place where I got excited about Eve, and um, and that's that's pretty neat. So that's why we keep doing it. Yeah, well, it's really like awesome. We've been uh, there last last year, and we've mm -hmm. had a blast. Really, really it's great. Amazing. And now yeah. my security status is now able to take another event <laughs> like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's for it's a lot of fun, you know. 
Yeah, and you, you just see someone in the space and you're like, oh, we already fly together, so we're just going to team up and do something. And we got yeah, yeah. one of our uh, like best corpies like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you meet people and you talk to them and uh, CCP comes and uh, you get a chance to kill a, a CCP dev, which is always a blast. You could check that off the Z kill, um, you know, awards or whatever. You've killed a dev, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'll yeah. get healed more on my Z kill, so I, I'm good. nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, they had to do that in Jita, so I couldn't go. So it's always a bummer. <laughs> could it like just buy like a bunch of uh, like uh, emblems? So oh man, uh, any I counted them yesterday. I had seven. I have seventy-eight kill rights on Rex. <laughs> so, um, getting, you know, in order to do that, to, to, to fix my security staff, I'd have to get rid of all of those kill rights. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah. So that's, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> so, okay, I'm, not, cool. I'm not, I'm not killing myself 78 times just so I can go to Jita. I have alts for that, but, um, yeah. but it's no fun to use an alt to kill Hilmar because then it's not me killing Hilmar, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe next time, or maybe like maybe the mechanics maybe. will change. We don't know. Like uh, things are changing so fast in the last years, mm -hmm. like mechanic-wise. So we don't know what's gonna be able to do. Maybe we will be able to, like, uh, go uh, like to cover up up to Jita so that it becomes low sec. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe he'll get corrupted by uh, Deathless. That would be you nice. know maybe 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 I can convince Helmar to undock a Titan during the uh, frigate free for all. Oh, in low sec. Uh, how cool would that be? That just came to my brain. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to. I'm going to text them right now. Yeah, sure. And, and, and yeah. tell them to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea that you got this. Like uh, the idea with Saurian Advance on the Canucky mm -hmm. Chronicles. Yep. Oh, that's those nice. crazy Canadians were responsible for this idea. So I'm just going to blame you. <laughs> yeah, and could, could you morph every frigate in a Titan so that we can do the? Titan? We'll just melt them, melt them together into a shape of an avatar. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like uh, just like uh, the the fleet what? looks like an avatar when it warps. Mm. Yeah, like or one of those like uh, what was that? Not transformers, but the ones that uh, there were sh there were animals and then they all got together and formed a giant robot. I don't remember them. Oh, uh, like Power uh, Rangers. Yeah, all Power Rangers. They did that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, Power Rangers. <laughs> I once did a card set for Power Rangers. Believe it or not. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Not not one of the highlights of my career, but uh, it's funny. Yeah. Wow. Purple cards with lightning bolts on the back and you know, really bad photos from a TV show. But it was fun. Oh yeah. Oh, I just remember like the, the baddies. Man, they were <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <man. laughs> so bad. Yes. But my son enjoyed it, so you know. It was for him really. Anyway. Nice. Uh, so always, always great talking to you guys. You have anything else for me, or? Well, that was actually my question right there. Uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're good. Great. Well, thank you awesome. a lot for your time, Ray. Oh, anytime, anytime, really. I love, I love doing this show with you guys. You're awesome, and uh, your smiles and your optimism always make, always bring a, you know, just brings me up. I'm very, <laughs> been a long day, but um, but I'm leaving with a very positive attitude. So thanks for. Thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. So, for every Canucks and friends, see uh, see you next uh, Thursday, Tuesday, for the <laughs> next uh, Canucks Capturers Chronicles. Au revoir. Hi, Canucks and friends. Oops.